All right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's the Great Debate Show. One of the hottest podcasts in the world. With your host Jarvis Jeffries and Nick Ely in the building. It's the Great Debate Yes, sir. It's the Great Debate Show. We're back and we're better than ever, baby. Uh, we had a big storm that uh, came through North Mississippi in the Memphis, Tennessee area. So uh, due to some of the complications due to that storm, we're not going to be able to have Terrence here today. He's okay, though. He's fine. Just a lot of electrical, electrical issues going on uh, back in his area. But that's okay. We don't have a entirely lot to talk about. So we're going to go ahead and try to run through this. Just me, Jarvis, and Nick Ely, the 49er and the Eagle fan. Um, we're ready to go. Nick, how you feeling, man? You're, you're back in, in the States uh, after your long uh, trip. Uh, how you feel, man? I feel darker is how I feel. I got a lot of sun. Oh. Uh, and maybe a little heavier because I ate pretty well. <laughs> uh, so, you know. But it's all good, man. It was, it was a good week, good time. Uh, got came back and so of course since I'm driving back into town, all my power, all the power's out. So you know, got that figured out and uh, we, we made it through. Power's back on. It's all good. Uh, fortunate for me. Uh, best wishes to Terrence and, and his family down that way. Uh, hopefully they get some get some power back here soon. That's right. That's right. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, here we are, and it's the Great Debate Show, and it's available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button so you can be notified each and every time a new episode is up. And you can also go to the Great Debate Show on YouTube. Just type in the Great Debate Show, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell if you would, and then you will be also notified when we drop those live episodes live each and every week on a Monday night uh, for the most part. Uh, on YouTube. It's the Great Debate Show. Let's get it going, Nick. It's a lot to talk about. A lot of NBA trades. Uh, we were both out of town. For I was out of town for just a few days. You were gone for the whole damn week. You were gone for like two weeks, it seems like. it. I was gone for three days. But uh, <laughs> while I was gone, as soon as I got in another state, it got litty in the NBA. And I woke up in the Airbnb to all kind of mess. I said, what the hell? When did this happen? I didn't we didn't get offset till 11 at the latest, I think, that night before. And the next morning, I'm like, well, when did this happen? After midnight? And I guess it did. I was on Eastern Time, and I still didn't see it before I fell asleep. So it was pretty late. And you're going to tell us what that late trade was. I believe that was DeMarcus Smart to, to Boston. And, uh, man, just, Nick, just give us the news, man. It's just so much to cover. I'm going to let you get started with it. Yeah, yeah, man. So that so that one was crazy. Um Obviously, of course, first that trade was supposed to be uh, the Wizards, the Celtics, and the Clippers. Um, it ended up falling apart with the Clippers, and then became the Wizards, Celtics, and Grizzlies. Um, in which Tyus uh, Jones goes to the Wizards, uh, Chris Porzingis goes to the Celtics, and to what seems to be the most part the happiness of, Grizz of, of Grizzly fans. Marcus Smart, uh, the last year, the, the previous defensive player of the year, before I owned Jaron Jackson, 
um, wanted this this year. Uh, hope they had those two guys together. It seems a lot of Memphis is pretty happy with that, particularly seeing that, of course, John is going to be out for 25 games to start the season. Uh, we'll start right there. Uh, Joe, what would you think about about that trade uh, from a Grizzlies perspective? Well, really from each team perspective, from the Grizzlies, the Celtics, and, and the Wizards. Do you feel like any team uh, particularly won the trade? Uh, or, or is there which player would you want of the three? Um, or do you think they got, got kind of a fit for them? Well, um, well, let me start with with let me start with Boston first. Uh, Porzingis, forgot all about him, and that's what I tell you, boy. That's that's what happens when you're playing in Washington. Like like for whatever reason, it's Bradley Beal, and I I don't even know who his teammates are. I think they had Kyle Kuzma and a few more people over there, but man, I didn't know and didn't give a damn. I'm like Porzingis, where has he been? So anyway. Okay, he's a Boston Celtic now. Is it an upgrade for the Celtics? Yeah, it is, but you lost Marcus Smart. I think that was a valuable loss. I think he's huge to what the team does, especially especially defensively. And I would also say sometimes offensively, when they get the moving and they get the, you know, get in a good flow, and Lord knows that doesn't always happen in Boston, but when they do have a good rhythm on offense, Marcus Smart, he plays a big part to it. He's kind of like their Draymond, like Golden State's Draymond. He's kind of that, and I think that it was a huge loss to lose him. Is it a good game, a huge game maybe to get Porzingis? I would say so. But, I mean, now are you saying, are you counting on Malcolm Brogdon to be the starter now? He didn't do much for you this this season. I mean, you made it to the NBA Finals without him, and you, you didn't get past the conference finals with him. So I don't really know how much of an upgrade that was. Yes, Porzingis is there now. So maybe he kind of takes away the loss of Smart because Brogdon, he's decent. But again, if this is all they're making, if this are all the moves they're making, um, they're still not beating Miami if they add Dame and another big or just Dame alone. Uh, that's just my two cents. And as far as the the Marcus Smart, who's going to the Grizzlies, man, I was waiting to hear like the first day or a day after, some news to break that he wants a buyout, he's not playing in Memphis, or I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, but uh, I haven't heard any, anything. It doesn't seem like Smart is that type of individual anyway. Who knows? But he hadn't made a piece. Um, he, he's, not, he's not at the buyout stage in his career. Okay, okay. Got yeah. you, got you. Too early, too early for all that. Too early, okay. And, yeah, yeah. and, and I, I do think it's a good addition for the Memphis Grizzlies with John Morant being out for 25 games. It could be more uh, basically because, you know, Hey, there's a few things that he has. There's a few requirements he has to meet before he can return. But it, either way, if it's only 25, it's still 25 games. And Hey, guess what? If you have Marcus smart there now, how much offense does Ja give you? How much does he really facilitate an offense? I mean, we know he can put up 30 or 40 any night. A lot of times that's not jump shooting though. His ability to get to the rim and the free throw line, all of that is spectacular. But we know the Grizzlies can win a lot of games without John Moran as well. So for you to for you to add a piece like Smart right now and he helps them defensively, they were already like third or fourth best in team deficiency all of last season, I, this past season. So I think you just I think they just got better. We know Steven Adams will be back, I think, and uh I think this team will be fine. When Ja does return, I think Smart is a good addition. So I think the Grizzlies, as of right now, believe it or not, I think they might have got the better end of this deal. And as far as the Wizards, well, they just added Tyus Jones. I don't know what they're trying to do, what they're going to do, but the Wizards are the Wizards. And uh, 
they don't have Porzingis and they don't have Bill anymore. So here we go, starting over again. Uh, they're always rebuilding, I guess, though, in Washington. That's my take on it, Nick. Um, that's, half, that's half the Wizards' problem is that they never did go ahead and rebuild. They've been trying to put Band-Aids on broken legs for many years now. Yeah, um, yeah. And it seemed like they finally and, – and maybe they, they kind of kicked the can so far down the road that now at this point when it comes back around, it, it's, it's, it might not be as expensive for one. Um, and for two, it may not be as long of a rebuild. Um, Tyus Jones, I think, is a good player. Uh, he's going to get his opportunity to, to lead his own team uh, mm-hmm. over there in Washington, albeit not a great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's, hey, it's a rough place to start. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a new front office in Washington, so if they can do some good things, um, maybe that, that rebuild doesn't last too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the Celtics, of course, they've been looking for another presence down in the middle. Um, you know, Chris Dapp does bring a bit of that. Obviously, he does uh, tend to like to shoot. A decent bit as well. Um, pretty decent runner. He averaged uh, one and a half blocks this year. Um, has averaged as high as two, about two and a half uh, for a season earlier in his career. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely helpful for them. Um, I'm curious to see how the fit will be with Malcolm Brogdon as the point, as opposed to Marcus Smart. Um, but that all being said, I, I think the, the trade in and of itself I think the Grizzlies get win in terms of most or or best impact for them. Um, you know, with job being out for 25 games, uh, with them needing to solidify the, the backup point guard anyway, seeing as they, they were traded Tyus Jones in this trade, and with them looking to replace the defense that they didn't get from Dylan. Excuse me, it's not the defense, excuse me, replace the offense they didn't get from Dylan. Um, was not saying that Marcus Smart is a great offensive option, but he's a better one than, than Dylan Brooks. Um, and he brings that defense that they lost with from Dylan uh, as well. And so um, I thought the Grizzlies get really kind of made out the best in the trade. Uh, I thought they gave up. You know, at first I thought they gave up a, a bit much, but um, upon second looking at it, it's like, you know, hey, they're not really losing a whole, whole lot here, a couple of draft picks that may not turn into anything, um, mm-hmm. considering they're planning on being a good team. Mm-hmm. And then once Jock gets back, obviously Marcus Smart becomes your backup point guard, and, uh, you know, he, he can really run that second unit. Which is something I think people suggested that he should do in Boston anyway, is they should find a, a more pure point guard and let him be the backup point. And they could never do it effectively, apparently. Uh, I think I guess Malcolm Brogdon was supposed to be the latest try at that, but that just didn't. Uh, anyways, now they're going to let Malcolm Brogdon be the starter. So we'll see how that, how that works. Hmm. So did we just agree on something, Nick? Did you have, did you have the Grizzlies winning the trade? Yeah. I think Marcus Smart to 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 Memphis helps them in in Jaws absent and in his absence, and I think that it's an upgrade to to Tyrus Jones. You know, as as far as what he can do on on defense, and sometimes he can get the push in that offense in transit in transition. And they, I think it's a better yeah a better look for for Memphis. And yeah, I think they want it. I, I thought you were gonna gonna I, I'm not gonna say you were gonna go over the top and be dramatic with the Celtics, but I thought you were probably gonna say Porzingis puts them in the finals again. I didn't know. I didn't know how you were going to It may be. Boston, I just. Uh, I mean, I know how you feel about Embiid, so I know you're, I know you're, I know, like, I know you're here's not. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing that's so weird with Boston for me. I I look at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's talent and go, who the hell can't put three other guys around them to go win a title with? Like, what, what, how is this so hard? 
But then I watch him and I go, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. Like, but especially especially Tatum. The idea the fact that Jalen Brown can't, can't dribble with his left hand was crazy. I, <laughs> it just came out in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals like that. <laughs> um, but Jason Tatum just does this thing where he starts chucking shots and doing all the 2K moves and, and stepping back this way and stepping back that way mm-hmm. and just chucking up shots that don't go in. Um, and it's just like, when, when does the time come where either either they have to grow it or they have to be shown it that you have to have a, a certain level-headedness, a certain maturity, a certain mindset about about how to handle yourself in those moments? And it seems like they just they just blow it a lot. And I don't know if it's them. I don't know if it's a, a curse on the franchise. Because of how the stuff ended with with KG and Paul Pierce and them, or I, I don't know, but it's just uh, it's it's weird, man. So, um, and and Chris Porzingis is not somebody I have the most faith in at this point. Uh, like I, like I may used to have. Uh, I think he had a pretty good year this year. I think it's something like twenty three and eight. And he, um, and he actually played 60, 60, 60 plus games. That's something he yeah, hasn't yeah, done but, in quite yeah, some time. But, um, you know, we'll see. Um, if Boston is a good team, they 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 very may very well be in the Eastern Conference Finals or in the finals, you know, next year. Yeah. Um, but just the addition of Chris Porzingis doesn't make me go over the over the moon for them. Okay. Yeah. We we actually they're, agree. They're, they're at a they're at a you gotta show me at this point. I I'm not yeah. gonna believe in them until it happens. And the main reason for that, for you saying that is because you don't it sounds like you, you agree with me, you don't quite trust the core to to get it done. And I said as soon as they were eliminated that maybe they've reached their ceiling. Now the Celtics organization do not think so apparently. They're running it back with adding a big like Porzingis or whatever you want to call him, a good stretch uh, five. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that's enough. I actually thought Jalen or Tatum, and I knew it wasn't going to be Tatum. I thought Jalen was going to get traded. And if they're trying to run it back with the same core, we don't trust that core. It just seems like they just can't get it done together. Uh, and the way they play ball, I don't see it either. But – Hey, we will see. Uh, but yeah, what else you got, Nick? Uh, yeah, yeah. So of course we did. We also didn't get to talk about due to my vacation. Uh, the Suns acquiring Bradley Beal from the Wizards. Uh, I was as we mentioned a little earlier, the the Wizards are kind of doing that that rebuild. Uh, what is what does Bradley Beal to the Wizards? Uh, excuse me, to the Suns say to you um, in terms of the Suns' chances? And uh, I think I think we and I talked about as well, um, looking at the trio, uh, the ranking of those trios and where you think the trio of the Suns ranks um, at this point. Yeah, uh, well, I will say that they're definitely a top five trio in the league. I'll definitely say that. Uh, I don't know if I want to put them in number five, like the the, the list that I saw earlier today. Uh, But um, I I just – I'm not sold – uh, I'm not sold on Phoenix just, oh, they're the best. They're going to win the championship now. I wasn't sold on KD getting there when he got there. And, yes, they they have an offseason. They have more time to gel and, you know, I don't know, practice, come up with more plays when camp comes. Maybe they're ready. They'll get a full season now where all three of them will play together versus KD being inserted into that offense uh, when there's only like a month, a month and a half of basketball, two months left of basketball left to play. We'll see. Uh, and I think he got hurt for a minute, too, so he missed a little more time. So he didn't get a lot of games with Phoenix. Hey, in his defense, I'll give you that. 
But adding Beal, that's just another that's just another uh, another uh, perimeter shooter. And now I see three three perimeter players uh, on this team for Phoenix, and no inside out game because with three perimeter shooters on this team in the starting five, let's be honest, Aiton is not going to get the ball a lot, and we know how disengaged he can get with this team and his offense when he's not being uh, used as much in it. Uh, and Chris Paul is gone now, so we know he won't be used as much probably unless their new head coach um, you know, knows how to make that work. They're saying that they want to keep him. I don't know if that's just smoke they're blowing or what. I think they should probably get rid of Aiton now since they went in this direction, and I think they should be trying to get more depth. They can add more depth uh, if you move off of DeAndre Aiton, and that's what they need. Until you can get that depth that I think they need, you're telling me Carl Payne's the starting point guard? If that's what you needed and you didn't upgrade at that, what are you doing? Uh, Bill is not a point guard. KD is not a point guard. I'm not saying he can't facilitate the offense at times, but that's not what you're planning on doing all season long, him playing the one. And we know Booker, yeah, he just wants to shoot that thing, and every now and then he will get aggressive on defense too. But uh, these are three scores, and I think that's just too much of the same. It's kind of like the Miami Big Three, but LeBron was more of a point forward, uh, if you will. And so it kind of worked. At least Bosch was somewhat of a big or a stretch. And, uh, you know, this is I just don't think it's going to work, just my opinion. I think it has to be the way Boston did it back in 07, 08. It has to be like KG was the big. Ray Allen was the shooter off the wing or in the corner. And we knew Paul Pierce was the shooter, too, on the wing. But they were two. They were all three different positions. Now, you can say, well, Booker, he plays shooting guard. Beal plays shooting guard. They're the same position. And then you can, and then who's the third guy? KD, who plays what, the three or the four, or whatever. Sometimes he's the big on the floor, but it's, they're not, they're all the same positions. They are all front backcourt players. And I just don't think that that's the right recipe to win. If you move off of Aiden, you can get some more depth. If you want to keep him, okay, you kind of still have a big, but how much will he be used? Is he is he good enough to say we can't lose him if he's not always out rebounding the other uh, the other big in the game? If he's not protecting the rim as he should, he has his nights. Some nights I'm like Aiden's all right now, and then some nights it's kind of what Nick has said, like he's all right, but you can get a better bang for buck if you were to go get Miles Turner or somebody. I disagree with you on that. You may be right. I don't know if it's more of the offense. Monty did not get along well, the head coach, with uh, Aiton. He's gone. They say they want to run it back with him. I don't know. I think they're making a mistake. As of now, to me, Nick, and I know I've been too long on this, Phoenix is not better than Denver still. No, they're not better than Denver. I mean, I don't think I can say, I don't think it's anybody's better than Denver um, with any of the moves that we've seen to this point. And if I'm being further honest, I'm not sure what move is out there. They could, the only move is out there that could be made is the one that I mentioned uh, on our last show, which would be if Dame ended up in Milwaukee, um, I think that that could be a game changer. Yeah, but yeah. Um, the Suns think it definitely worked. I mean, just from the standpoint of even in terms of how you're talking about constructing it to an extent, that's exactly how it will look. Um, you'll have KD, who will basically play the KG role. He, you know, he he'll be able to now operate, at, which is what he probably wants to do at this point in his career. It just operate out of the post a lot more, catch, you know, catch mid-post, turn, hit a couple moves, pull up for a jumper, get to the rack, you know, kind of just do what he wants to, score real easily from there. Uh, I would say his mid-range game is, 
you know, one of the best we've ever seen. Uh, Bradley Beal gets to be kind of the Ray Allen. You know, he'll he'll take more of the spot-up threes. He'll uh, get some catches off of uh, other players, particularly booking and campaigns, uh, penetration, you know, kind of getting it that way. And uh, then, of course, book is everything else. He gets to be uh, gets to be Paul Pierce. You know, he, he kind of works, you know, works the court as he sees fit. Um, and then, of course, you have campaign actually, you know, running the point. And uh, DeAndre Aiden looking for his work around the rim. So uh, it's, it's a nice lineup for the, for the Suns. Um, I could see them being very competitive. I mean, they could definitely push, you know, push the Nuggets potentially, depending on what else they feel the best out with. Um, if they, you're gonna have to beat them for me to believe it at this point, because the Nuggets, uh, Nuggets definitely got it done, and they didn't, they didn't really leave a lot of question about it. Yeah. Well, Nick, are you actually comparing them though to those Celtics? Say what? Oh, are you no, actually no, comparing I, them I, though to I, the, I probably, the KG and I probably, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't compare them favorably mm. to those Celtics. Oh, okay. But in terms of just talking through it from that type of a structure, it exists. Is it's just these guys are that plus in a lot of this in a lot of the situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so that, that's kind of where it kind of falls apart. But that, that's the way you can kind of look at it and see how the geometry would work from a basketball standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um. From I mean, you know, past past that, they all seem like um, probably you know level headed, more you know calm, cool kind of collected guys. So um, I think they get along fine. I'm pretty sure they play together on Team USA. Uh, it's just a matter of if they're successful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. We'll see. Um, I guess I guess if uh, what's his name, if Carl Payne could be Rondo, maybe they maybe they could be the Boston Celtics. But I just. Yeah, I just don't think it's enough. Uh, they don't have that. They don't have the defense that I would like for them to have. They don't get enough stops, and Aiton just doesn't protect the rim like I would like. And I don't see him involved enough offensively. If they played more inside out, they could be unstoppable. But that's not the way they play. And now you add another perimeter player. I just, I, I think it'll they'll be a highlight reel, you know, for some nights. But yeah, what about when they're not shooting good? Like, what what else you got? I don't know if they've got anything else. So we'll see. There's more though, Nick, right? Got some more for sure. Uh, did we talk about uh we haven't talked about CP three going to Golden State, have we? No, sir. CP three ended up in Golden State of all places. Now that was one that was when that came across, I was like, is this a joke? Yeah. <laughs> um, just because I mean I I, I watched basketball long enough to know that CP three and Steph don't actually hate each other in real life. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but obviously there's there's definitely a rivalry that's brewed on the court, and uh, you know, so it, it just seemed it was just very ironic to me that that's where CP3 ended up. I wonder how much say he had in that going down. Uh, if he was, you know, I mean, I know he obviously he said that he was happy about it, looking forward to it, had already talked to Steph, whatever. But like, did he have the option of saying, "Hey, don't send me to go to state"? Like, is that something he could have pulled as Chris Paul or? It's just like, hey, we got to do we want to go to state, so that's where you're going. And they did get Jordan Poole, so I guess that was part of it. I don't know what the Wizards are doing there. But uh, you know, I mean it's 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 an interesting fit because uh I wonder what that does for Draymond in terms of his ball handling role well, on the team. Hold, um, hold, because hold. if he Hold on, Nick. Let me let me let me confirm this though. Let me say this: the way that worked was the trade happened first, where Poole was traded to Washington, and Golden State. 
it, Chris Paul is not what they got in return. The Chris Paul thing was official after the Wizards agreed to do a buyout, and now they're kind of just signing, I think, Chris Paul now. After no, the buyout. No, no, no. That doesn't have he, anything to do with Chris, the trade, Chris does it? Paul got, Chris Paul got traded to the Wizards from the Suns. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the trade was between Phoenix and Washington. That was it. Golden State had nothing to do with that. Golden State just 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 came, jumped in and said, well, if you're going to do a buyout, if Washington's going to do the buyout, we're going to sign Paul. And that's all that no, is. they traded them Jordan Poole. They already had traded Poole to Washington, if I'm not mistaken. That had already happened. Am I wrong? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know if it was an even swap. I didn't think it was a swap in picks or whatever for those two. I thought it was just Phoenix and Washington in that in that, um, in that that whole Chris Paul to, to, to Washington trade. And then Bill to Phoenix. That's all that trade was. I thought Golden State had nothing to do with that. Then the, after the buyout, that's when the Warriors said well, we're going to sign Paul after they do the buyout with with them in no, Washington. No, 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 no. The buyout never happened. He got traded from Phoenix to Washington, and then Washington traded him to Golden State for Jordan Poole. Okay, that's okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought Poole had already been traded. My fault. Got you. Okay, so that was still a trade. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure we said it right or we got it right. I didn't know. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. But yeah, but yeah, man. I, so I'm, I'm curious to see what that's gonna do. Um, you know, for Draymond's role, um, is Chris Paul gonna come off the bench? You know, kind of how they're gonna, they're gonna work those ball handling responsibilities because that's a big part of what Draymond does for the Warriors, obviously. And if he's not doing that, then to an extent, it becomes a lot less valuable on offense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh. Man, I, I don't understand it, to be honest with you. Uh, I remember saying that I, I, I could see Tyrone Poole getting traded, probably to like a, a Knicks or somebody like that. And then in return, the Warriors get some much-needed size because that was the reason why they didn't get past the Lakers. They struggled with size, and I thought that they needed a big. If you had sent Poole to the Knicks and, we, and, and they got – uh, Julius Randle in return or another one of their bigs or somebody that has a big, I thought that, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. But the trade pull away for another point guard and a point guard at Chris Paul's age, at his stage of his career, I don't understand it. He's going to be coming off the bench too, right? Is he even going to accept that role? Maybe, maybe not. He should. But even if he's coming off the bench, the only thing you get an upgrade on is that Okay, he's gonna play with some of these some of the youth on the bench, and he's gonna make them better because we saw what he done in OKC with a team that we didn't think was a playoff team, and they were a fourth seed, fifth seed team in the postseason that season. This is this is the reason why some of us call or was calling him a point guy. So he could definitely help the bench. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hey, it's always nice to have somebody like Chris Paul to come off the bench and work with all of these players. And now it's like okay, we just got 10, 12 points. Uh, or went on a 7-0 run, he could help them go on some of these runs while Steph and Clay are getting rest. That's good. But is it enough? That's not what they needed. That wasn't their their that wasn't one of their biggest needs. And I thought that it was major that they go get a big and they haven't done that yet. If the Warriors are done, I'm sorry guys, this dynasty is over. And I've been saying it anyway ever since Bob Myers stepped down. Whether Dre stays or not, that ain't enough. Um I told you. That's not a move Bob Myers would have made. I don't know. We got to question how good this guy is that made that they just up promoted. I uh, forget his name. We we mentioned it last week, though, I believe. Well, not last week, but our last episode, I think we mentioned him 
and he's been promoted, and that's fine. So he's already been in-house, and he knows kind of how they move and the way they operate. But, nah, that's not a Bob Myers move. And I think if that if they're done, that's it for the Warriors. That's not enough. That's not enough to beat Denver. That's not enough to compete with Phoenix. That's not enough to compete with the Grizzlies. I don't. I don't. Maybe not. I, I'm not sure how the Grizzlies are going to come back. How they're going to respond. But they will compete. They will win games. They will have some blowouts. Some nights. You know, when you're on, you're on, and when you're hot, you're hot. But man, we talk about seven game series. On paper, this doesn't look like enough. I'm sorry. And what if? And what if? You know, what if Poole was just off? You know, I don't know if they gave up on him entirely too quick or not, but. Uh, maybe he has to be a starter somewhere, and he has to run an offense, and he has to have those minutes to be who he's going to be. I don't know, but I'm not saying that they shouldn't have moved him, but who you moved him for, as much as I like Chris Powell, y'all, I don't think that's it. Yeah, I was kind of the same, but, uh, you know, I, I love Chris Paul too, um, but he's, he's 38. By the same token, what I also understood is that they wanted to get off that Jordan Poole contract. They felt like they overpaid him. And they said, oh, well, let Washington pay it. Maybe they believe that, that you know, you could be that guy, but we don't think he's going to be that guy here. Hmm. And can you believe it? Uh, just a year ago after the finals ended, Boston and Golden State, we were saying, and a lot of people were saying that, hey, Poole's going to get paid, man. And Draymond, this may be it for him. And it's the other way around. Draymond looks like he still may be resigning, even though he has opted out. We don't think that he's leaving. Um, he's just going to get a – better contract some say a bigger contract and i don't know about that but we know he's still very valuable to the team and what he does but draymond's still there pool's gone who would have thought you know and we just saw one get sucker punched we thought that it definitely did not end the way we thought it would <laughs> isn't that something that's that's pretty rough for jordan pool to take the punch and be the one that gets traded it really is but he did play bad i mean you know he wasn't good but yeah that is that does suck it does, cause, cause I was, I was on his side, like, like, damn, man. I mean, he, this is what you're supposed to do when you're caught on camera, right? You're not supposed to. You're supposed to be the bigger, bigger man and leave it alone and turn the other cheek. And we know damn well we were like, man, but I would have socked that mother. But he didn't, and I know we would like for him to did. I wish he had did it now. You know, matter of fact, whenever you see him again, pull get your lick back, man. And you're not even you a warrior see, anymore. You got to see me every day till I win. <laughs> Hell yeah, hey, yes sir. Uh, but, again, we commended him, though, for not doing anything back. He got the contract, so it looked like, okay, he won. He really won this thing. Uh, but, damn, yeah, you're right. He took the punch and he gets traded to Washington, D.C. At, at least he kept the contract. Yeah, kept, got, yeah still got the bag. got a different signature on the check now. That's right. That's right. Crazy stuff, man. What else we got, Nick? And, and maybe some better taxes. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he's out of Cali, that's for sure. All right. Uh, let's see. Past that, uh, we got. Of course, we got Dame still waiting to be traded. Uh, well, I think we talked pretty extensively about Dame. What do you think that James Harden is going to do with his uh, decision coming up with the 76ers? Man, I don't know. And I'm gonna make this real short and sweet. Then I don't know, and I really don't care. Wherever he goes, they won't win a championship. <laughs> Point blank period. Huh? That's it. I'm not wasting my time on Harden. Your, your, your take. <laughs> yeah, I'm being perfectly honest. I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, you know, just as we were talking about, you know, he, he he's great during the regular season. You know, he's going he's going to give you surprise at this point. 
23 and 11 and, and 6, 23, 11 and 7. And he's going to shoot relatively efficiently. He's going to get to the free throw line a lot. But when the playoffs come around, and even further, you know, even sometimes in the beginning of the playoffs, it'll still be pretty good. Hmm. And then it'll get to where it really starts to matter. And then you wonder where James Harden's at. Because yep. you're just not seeing him show up in the, in the stat sheet. And from an impact standpoint on the court, you know, he's never been much of a defender. Uh, so it's really all about what he does on the offensive end if he's scoring and facilitating. Um, and so I just I, – I don't, I don't know what the team looks like that he, he could like. He's too good of a player for me to say that I don't think he can be a part of a championship team. But I don't know what that team looks like that he has to be a part of in order for them to win a championship. And that's my problem with James Harden. Does that make sense? It does. And I, I, like I said, I just think he'll never win one. I just don't think that's him. I don't think it's in him. He's always worried about winning MVPs more than championships anyway. He's, he's, said, he's, said, he's talked about the MVP votes enough to tell me that he, his head is in the wrong place. And I just don't think he, no matter where his head is now, the age, father time is catching up to him now. And sometimes you don't know if he's going to show up to camp in shape or is he going to show up to camp like, he's ate, like he ate Twinkies every day during the offseason. You just don't know which one you're going to get from him. So um, I'm, I'm out on, on James Harden. And uh, if Dame goes to Miami, it's a wrap. Yeah, they don't even have to report. Stay home. The Heat, the, heat will be, the Heat will be back in the finals if that happens. There are some reports that there's some interest. Um, all of that talk that Dame is saying about, hey, well, you know, I, I want to make it work here. I want to win a championship here. Man, I don't know if we should believe any of that or not. I believe at one point he was sincere about that. That was genuine. But, man, now if Dame really wants to win a championship, Dame knows damn well he won't do that in Portland. Nobody from a Giannis to an Embiid to anybody is trying to go to Portland. So, uh, and the Zion talk that I'm hearing about, that Zion could possibly get traded, and if he does, he could get traded to Portland, that still ain't going to win the Trailblazers a championship. They're not going to be, you know, a championship team. They may still, they may be seventh, eighth, they may be a sixth or seventh seed adding Zion, but Zion would still have to play the full damn season for that. So let's be real. He can't win a championship in Portland. By the time they can, he'll be past his prime probably. It's time to go, Dane. I think he realizes it. I hope he realizes it. The Twitter stuff that's going back and forth between him and Jimmy Butler, I hope that, I hope that's kind of letting us know that, they're getting the ball rolling or the wheels spinning here. And uh, I'm looking for that to happen. I still think Miami can beat anybody in the East, even without adding Dane. But they definitely need him because, like, you're going to get the same results. Like, they're going to burn out by the time it matters the most. Um, but, yeah, give me Dane. That's the team in the East. Wherever James is, I don't care. They're not going to do anything. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to still be a sixer. He's probably going to want to run it back one more time to see if Nick Nurse can – if they can get more out of Nick Nurse than they could with uh, Doc Rivers. We'll see. So, well, um, not too, too much left. We can go ahead and move over to the NFL. Uh, what do you think about Dalvin Cook suggesting he and DeAndre Hopkins could be a package deal somewhere? Um, what 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 would that effect uh, look like in the NFL? And are there any teams you think that uh, that could afford to make that move right now? 
Yeah, the Houston Texans could. Um, I know that D-Hop is an old Texan, and he probably wouldn't mind being a Texan again if he's going for the bag, which it looks like he is. He could definitely go back, and they could also afford Dalvin Cook. I don't know what people think about the running back that the Houston Texans have right now, but um, this adding Dalvin Cook yeah, is always pretty nice for them, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so, and I think he could be their guy. However, uh, we've seen what Dalvin Cook can do, and this other guy may be somewhat of a project. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. I think they're on to something, but if you add Dalvin Cook, why not? He's not trying to break the house. He's saying that he'll play for a team that he can compete for. But, hey, if you're going to go to Houston, he can get paid. And that's that's the one team where I know they both could play together. But I would say I hope those two would stop doing whatever they're doing together and stop kicking it and get, I don't know, some type of beef, have a fallout, and stop being friends. Because I don't need to see them two playing together, though. Uh, like That would be like we've already talked about Kansas City and what would happen if D-Hop – went to Kansas City, there would be no reason of watching. Same thing here. I don't give a damn where these two teams go. It would be a problem because even if it's a team as bad as the Houston Texans have been, you have made them significantly better by adding two Pro Bowl talents. Two, not one, but two. All at once, man, it's like some type of package deal or something, a stimulus package. That's that's some good stuff. And, uh, and the talks about him going to Miami, that could be dangerous. Um, but I, maybe he will go to Miami. I would much rather see him go to Miami alone than to see him go somewhere with D-Hop. But uh, there's also talks, and Greeny, Mike Greenberg with Get Up and ESPN, he's been going on a rant on how he's hearing that the Jets are trying to get D-Hop and Dalvin Cook. He's just being a greedy thing. He just He's just being so greedy. He got Aaron Rodgers. He begged for it and got it. And now he's trying to get D-Hop and Cook, and I'm hearing that it is possible. I don't know if they can afford both, but D-Hop probably wouldn't try to break the bank if he could go to the Jets. So, uh, yeah, I hope this rumor gets shut down. Well, somebody did report, I think, over the weekend that um, reports of uh, Dalvin Cook and D-Hop playing together is highly is, is, is unlikely, but it's not out of the question. So that is something to, um, I guess, kind of be happy about because it may not yeah. happen. And I hope it does. And that's what I kind of always expect because I mean, the teams that are so the teams that are going to have the money to pay them are also not very good teams. That's right. True. That's true. And and they're going to want to join at least decent teams. So I don't know who maybe falls kind of in that middle ground of being a you know maybe one or two guys away while being able to afford those one or two guys. Yeah. Uh, and willing to pay those one or two guys. But uh, Houston may would be an option. I mean, obviously, they got a rookie quarterback. So, you know, does that would D-Hop and, and Dalvin Cook want to go be a part of it at this point in their careers? Or do we want to play with somebody more established, number one? Um, you know, so that would also rule out a place like Chicago. Uh, I, I, was, I was just about to say the Chicago Bay. I was about, I was going to ask you about them. Yep. Yeah. I want to believe in Justin Fields a lot, man. Well, that would and help I, if you could add those two. I hope I'm right. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But I, 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 if I was them, I don't know that I would trust my career to him at this point. I'll say it that way. If you were D-Hop. Maybe after this season, I w- I'll look back and be like, you know what? They definitely should have. Mm-hmm. But right now, I would say if I was in their position, I would be looking to find somebody else yeah. to be my quarterback. 
Um, you know, I, I don't know if the Jets, the Jets, I probably, I'm, if I'm them, I probably don't even try to do that um, because they feel like they've got two young guys that, that are going to be, you know, on that level. Yeah. Um, uh, Garrett Wilson and uh, the running back that got hurt um, earlier in the year. I can't remember his name. But um, so if I'm the Jets, I, I, I wouldn't really even look into doing that just from a team continuity standpoint. Yeah, I don't see why they're even looking at Dalvin Cook. I mean, Brees, is it Brees Hall? I mean, like the Brees the Hall, that's the name. Yeah, thank you. He had a pretty damn good uh, rookie year before the injury, so I don't know. Right. I, maybe because of the injury, they want to say, "Hey, let him get back into it slow. We'll plug him back in slowly. We've got Cook to fall back on. Maybe that's the reason. It would make a little sense." But Cook and D Hop, I just thought that was downright greedy uh, from Greeny, and uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't blame him. But nah, I, I think that's too much. Also. We're agreeing too damn much today, Nick. I know that. Uh, Terrence, gotta, <laughs> right. Terrence has got to get back in here and ring the bell or something, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's I agree. I don't. I don't think so. Houston, Chicago, those are two teams that could get them both though. And uh, again, I'm hoping that doesn't happen though. Really, really don't. Uh, but Dalvin Cook in Miami, man, that that ain't nothing good. I'm telling you. If there's a team that could give Kansas City a go for their money, a run for their money, I would put Miami over. The Buffaloes, maybe even the Cincinnati's, and y'all know I love me some Joe Cool, some Joe Burrow. Uh, but yeah, this is the one that would probably put them right in the championship game with Kansas City. The, the question would be: Is it going to be in South Beach or at Arrowhead? Uh, because they've already added Ramsey. We know what Waddle and Tyreek and those guys can do if Tyreek isn't suspended or anything. I'm hearing he may get suspended though. Uh, anything to say about that? I don't know what else you got left, Nick. But Tyreek, he's gotten a little trouble. Or he had a, a some type of a. I don't think he got arrested, but uh, man, something he broke the news a little bit last week. Um, kind of yeah, signing. I'm gonna go find it. He got into some type of mess, yeah. But if he's not suspended or anything like that, he doesn't miss any time, and they can add Cook in the backfield, and then Mostert doesn't have to worry about being the number one running back and getting injured. And he didn't get injured in 2023. I mean, in 2022, might I add. Shanahan, I told you I'd be watching closely to see how many of your former players are going to get hurt when they move on to other teams. He didn't get hurt. And um, I'll keep evaluating, but it's just something about Shanahan and quarterbacks and something about Shanahan and injuries uh, with anybody at any position on our roster or on their roster. Uh, Nick is trying to find out a little information. We don't have too much more to go, though, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a good show. We've talked about all of the trades. In the NBA, free agency approaching, Kyrie, James Harden, what's going to happen? Is Kyrie staying in Dallas? I'm being told the Mavericks are really the only team that can pay him what he wants. So don't know if he's going to join LeBron or not. Uh, there were rumors that LeBron was asked to come to Dallas. We know damn well that ain't going to happen, but um, who knows? The NBA offseason, it's, it's, uh, it's a free agent frenzy. It starts Friday. Although it's already gotten kicked off, if you ask me. But uh, from what it sounds like, me and Nick agree, nobody's better than Denver still yet, at least not on paper. We know they have to play, but. Here we go. Okay. So it's allegations of assault battery at a Miami Beach marina um, is what he was being investigated for. Um, He allegedly hit a marina employee during a disagreement that took place. Um, that he, that he slapped him in the back of the head, but that the employee has declined to press charges at this time. 
Okay. So yeah. basically, they just investigate why he stabbed somebody in the back of the head. Oh, okay. Well, if he's not pressing charges, then there's nothing to talk about, <laughs> you know? Right. And kudos to that guy not pressing charges. I bet Tyreek Hill gave him a nice little bag. You know, of you, course. you think maybe, yeah. Sounds like this wasn't anything more than Devontae Adams shoving the, the camera guy. And and that's not even a shove, it's just a slap on the back of the head. You know, everybody yeah, everybody I, saw it. Yeah, it did. Just recently it broke the news and it, it, it got dropped. So hey, I guess this guy's pretty smart. Hey, look, just if you're gonna throw me something under the table here, you know, nah, I ain't saying nothing. I won't press. Maybe somebody just saw it and wanted to put it out there. But it's funny though, Nick texted us in a group and he said that for whatever reason, call me crazy, but I just kind of felt like something Tyreek was about to make the headlines for something. Uh, uh, I did, I, man. He was giving me very Antonio Brown vibes, which I guess they're both from Miami, so that, <laughs> that probably would explain that. Yeah. And speaking of which, Antonio Brown just, just got put, put in the news again today. You oh, see that? No, I did not. I did not. What he, did he do now? He reversed the final paychecks of his employee. Remember, remember his, his, they took his team from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, keep his team out the league. Uh huh. And so there's final paychecks that came through on June 15th. He like reversed the charges out of their bank accounts like two days later. Wow, wow. Right. Can he do that legally and get away with that? Or they still, they still old. So. Well, I mean, he's not going to get away. They, they prepare. They getting their stuff together to sue him and everything else. So I mean, I don't know if I can get away with it, but yeah. Oh, man. Oh, A.B., oh, my God. Man, I really wish this dude would seek some help. Even his father, I think, has came out and said it. I think he needs to get some help. You know, like something's going on. And I don't know if you can cure it. Like when, you, when you've when you got CTE, you've got it, right? That's it. I don't know if there's anything you could really do about it. Maybe you could treat it. I don't know. But Not that we know yet. Not that we know of yet, yep. That's where the money should be going. All proceeds should go towards CTE. Let's, 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 let's come up with a cure for that. You know, since you don't run the, the Susie G. Coleman stuff anymore, the breast cancer stuff, they don't wear pink through October anymore. Let's 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 wear blue or something for CTE. I don't know what, what I don't know whatever color you want to wear, but time to get some awareness for that because that's serious. AB is really yeah. off his rocker, and I ain't saying there's anything fake or rigged about that. Uh, but I'm praying for the young brother, no doubt about it, because he definitely needs it. Um, man, how do you lose your own damn team? Uh, but anyway. Uh, what else? What else we got, Nick? Uh, this is gonna be one of the fastest episodes ever in great debate show history, probably. Yeah, man, that's that's about it, big dog. We, uh, you know, like I said, it's it's that dead period of summer where um, you know, other than NBA free agency, once this once this uh, runs through this week, yeah, um, we figure out where Kyrie ends up, figure out if Dane finally gets out of Portland, and if it is indeed Miami. Uh, it's it's gonna be quiet on the ball front for a little while, man. Yeah, well, but not on the great debate show because we got plenty more debates to do. We've got so many things to talk about. Not it doesn't have to be current. We've got some interesting things and topics coming up. We were waiting for the off season, so all of this hit. We missed a week. Uh, we 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 had a lot going on. We didn't miss a lot. This stuff is still kind of fresh, so it's okay. No harm, no foul. But we're back and we're better than ever, baby. And uh, we've got more. We definitely will have more as of now. If anything else breaks, we'll be back with it. Right now, we're just kind of waiting on Kyrie, waiting on Harden. I don't know. I'm not waiting on him. And then the Dame news, if he stays or if he leaves. Uh, before we wrap it up then, Nick, I guess I'll just ask you this. What do you say about Dame if he stays? We did a lot of talking about KD and what he did years ago with Golden State. And some of these players just decided to stay where they are. But even Bill has gotten on down now. 
And um, he had a no-trade clause in his contract, so he knew what he was doing. Washington knows that as loyal as he's been, it was his decision to say, all right, go ahead and send me there. And there he is in Phoenix, in the desert. If Dame doesn't leave Portland, what do you what do you what do you say about that? Do you I mean, we're not gonna lose respect for him if he leaves. We know it's time. So this is so different from KD and LeBron and the you know, the people that's did that ring chasing. We don't think that's what that is if he goes to Miami. Not necessarily. They could use him. They really need him. Golden State didn't need KD, whether he was the best player on the team when he got there or not. But um I will admit KD to Golden State was like Tupac going to death row. They didn't need Pac, but damn it, they got him, and it was they knocked it out of the park. But this is different. Dame is needed in South Beach. How do you feel about him if he doesn't go? Mm. I know you still respect him, and but but it, does that say he doesn't care about winning, or can we? I mean, or can we I say I mean, that he, he, his his goals in life? Yeah, I mean, I guess he may not. His goals in life may be something different than than you know what we would think somebody in his position would be. We would think that, you know, he's made, what, $400 million to this point in his career. Ooh, he's, Lord. you know, put up all the 50 and 60-point games in, in Portland Trailblazers history. And he's done, you know, he's the best player in their franchise history, but they just can't put any – they don't have what, the, what it takes to put around him what he needs to be successful. And so – or to be successful in what we would – from the way we would determine, you know, go win a championship. But he may be like, look, I'm I'm here in a, in a city I'm comfortable in. My kids is in school. I'm I'm making you know fifty million dollars a year playing basketball and another eight million dollars a year rapping. I don't know what he's making rapping, but you know whatever. And I get to enjoy my life and <laughs> not be in a big city like I'm at. He may not want to be in L.A. or Miami or, or New York. Mm-hmm. You know where he has a lot of attention. Dame doesn't come across to me as a guy that wants a lot of attention. Um, and so, I mean, he's a guy from Oakland, um, which is also a city that's used to not, you know, not getting a lot of attention. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'll, so, uh, he may just have a different goal than, than what people would, would assign to him. And um, but just from a basketball period standpoint, it, it would be kind of frustrating to not see him in a, in a winning situation. That's right. You said Dame is originally from Oakland, right? Yeah. So, so do you think if he stays, that it's just another one of the same things that happens with all the rest of these athletes? They always, as soon as they leave home, they're ready to get back home. Uh, Paul George, I'm in Toronto. They're gonna give me the keys to the city. They're gonna give me the, the keys to Toronto. I can eat anywhere. He had the chance to eat at any restaurant for the rest of his life for free. And he, they were, gonna, they were really giving him the keys to the city. No, he wants to go back home to L.A. That's what happens when you got a good home that you're proud of and that you miss and that you love dearly. Do you think, Dane, if he stays, keep in mind Portland is not that far from the Bay Area. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump above it. You know, you got the top of California, and then there's Oregon, and then there's Washington, Washington mm-hmm. State. So maybe he just doesn't want to leave home. He's pretty close to home if you think about it, If he if he stays now. If he stays, maybe that would be the reason. Probably just as simple as that. Some people just don't, you know, it was a dream for Marshawn Lynch to play for the Oakland one day. He finally got to do it for a short period of time. Uh, mm-hmm. They love their home and that they love Oakland. And hell, I love Oakland. Went through there uh, once myself. And, you know, I, I was in San Jose 
And we were told in San Jose for the Niner game, of course, that's in Santa Clara. They said, you're going to have to go to Oakland if you want to see black people. And uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it, that's exact, that was the truth. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just very expensive. And there's just not a lot of black people. There's not a lot of black communities anymore in that part. But Oakland, they're, they're still there. And I think that maybe that could be some of the reason it just dawned on me. Like, he is from Oakland. He plays for Portland. I don't know the actual miles, how many miles that is what, but if you if you think about it, it's right there. Portland is just right above the bay. So uh, it may be, I don't know if it's southern Oregon or northern Oregon, but either way, it ain't as far versus if he goes all the way to South Beach. He's a long way from home. He's across the mm-hmm. coast. But I think that's where he belongs. And Milwaukee is another good place, I would agree. You and Terrence have been big on him in Milwaukee, especially Terrence. I just don't know if Milwaukee's making – I don't hear Milwaukee in any news on making any changes. I don't know what the Bucks are thinking about. They it's made a it's change. It's going to come out of nowhere, I'm telling you. They made a change at head coach, and that's, that was it. If something did come from out of nowhere, what would it be for Milwaukee? It's going to be Milwaukee getting dang. Milwaukee getting dang? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the one. So all this dang, Miami dang, talk dang for will carry. Hmm. Man, what if we could get both? Man, what if we could get both? Dame in Miami – and Kyrie in Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Milwaukee will get one or the other. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard anything about what they're trying to do, so I didn't know. Um, Middleton has opted out of his contract. I don't know if he's staying or not. He probably is. Um, I don't know who really wants him right now. He's been nicked up a lot here lately the past few seasons since that championship run. But uh, we'll see. Uh, Milwaukee, the, like the best team on 2K23. But, man. A first round exit. Uh, Holiday ain't getting any younger. Middleton definitely isn't getting any younger. And Giannis, man, if he's the Michael Jordan in that team, he needs a Pippen. And I don't know if he's got Pippen or Paxson right now, to be honest with you. Uh, so, yeah, Milwaukee's not on my list right now at, at, at anything. I know Terrence is big on him and he likes to talk about Giannis. I'm not a big Giannis fan. He can get to the bucket at will and all of that. He just doesn't do it for me like that. I was very impressed, though, when he won that championship because I didn't think he would do it. I didn't think he would improve good enough. And then he did. And then he came back this year, and he was still good. But, man, you can't tell me that they lost to the Miami Heat because he missed one game. He played the other four, damn it. (laughs) They lost. Miami was better. And I I think Dame to Miami is better than Dame to Milwaukee. I, I could be wrong, but seeing what Miami did without Dame, and if you add him, oh, man. I think they're just that much better. Um, which one do you want to see them go to, though, the most? Sounds like Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I, I want to say I, I kind of have, the, I guess, a bit of a want to see Giannis kind of kind of grab hold of the fight. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think I think that would be very helpful there. But uh, it would be even better for them if they could just outright sign Kyrie, obviously, because then they wouldn't have to give up anything. Um, and I guess that really is true for, for both teams. Uh, for both Milwaukee and Miami, if either of them are able to get, you know, one of those guys, particularly they can get Kyrie, mm-hmm. um, and they wouldn't have to give up anything, then, um, you know, that, that, that's definitely good for that team, particularly for Miami in that situation, because that's my only concern with them trading, trading for Dane is what's it going to cost you? Yeah. Um, and, you know, will you have enough left to still be as competitive? Because that's part of their thing is, is their depth. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, if it if it came down to cities, if we didn't look at the team, we put the blindfold on who's on the rosters, and they just asked me if I wanted to go to Milwaukee or Miami. I think you know what I would be choosing, and I think Dane would choose the same. 
<laughs> and it wouldn't be Milwaukee over South Beach. Uh, but anyway, we will see. Uh, that's all we've got, ladies and gentlemen. Nick, you got anything else? That's it, my man. All righty. We are going to wrap it up, and we are done. Um, it's a wrap. We will be back next week. Terrence Smith will be back with us, and uh, we'll talk about that fight because that is something to talk about. We will get ready for that as July 29th is approaching. Earl Spence Jr. versus Bud Crawford. It's a big fight. Canelo Alvarez also signed a three-fight deal with uh, one of the Charlos, uh, one of the Charlo twins, I believe. We'll we'll talk about that. Me and Terrence, I know he wants to get into that. And uh, the Great Debate Show may be live in Vegas July 29th. We'll see. Um, we'll see. But anyway, that's it for now. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed. We'll, we'll be back next week if there's not any breaking news up in the next day or so. We'll see. Uh, free agency in the NBA starts on Friday officially. We'll be back. Thank you for listening. Y'all be safe out there. Get up. No punchlines, no riddles I'm talking white squares with the steps in the middle